Viva Gaia and remain seated, please. Permanezcan sentados, por favor. Something like that. Permit Sierra, sit tatados, por favor. Permanezcan sentados, por favor. Permanezcan sentados, por favor. Yeah, see, I don't even think you're doing it right. I don't care. Welcome to the 3 o'clock parade. <laughs> That's quality entertainment. Coming live on 3 o'clock parade. <laughs> Bienvenidos. Oh, there you go. Bienvenidos. On three Poor favor. Parade. Oh, my God. Hey, it's Drunko de Mayo. Suck. Drunko de Mayo. Bum, 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 bum. That's right. Welcome to the Cinco de Mayo episode of the 3 o'clock parade. I am Drunk at Disney here in Orlando. We got uh, Rhiannon. Hola. Come on, And. Estás? She's our she's our wannabe Mexican. Fuck you! I'm part Mexican. But 10%. out on the West Coast, we have our actual Mexican. May the fourth. Oh, may the fourth be yeah, with you. Yeah, see, look, he's denying Always. his heritage because he wants to be part Star Wars instead. May the fourth be with you. <laughs> Always. So, I like that real. The parade tempo. is very festive this week with the. Uh, 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 Cinco de Mayo. That's how we're doing this this week. Uh, why not? Um, good news, bad news. What do you think about this earful tower going down? Lots to get to. Who's gets? Do you get the feels for the earful tower going down at Disney's Hollywood Studios? Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's kind of not been with us for a while because, despite the fact that it was there, you couldn't really see it, but. It was nice to know that it was at least there, sort of lurking in the background, always with you in spirit, and now no more. I kind of nope. wish they had just moved it. Like, I don't think they need yeah. to throw it yeah. away. Like, I agree. Yeah, put it somewhere. I saw else. that a lot. Put People actually say Disney maybe they should move it up to the front. Or, like, just to the front of the park, even. They could just kind of move it to the front, out, like, in the courtyard. Put or it something. in, like, a neutral ground and, like, some highway or something. Shit, I don't know. Right? <laughs> Um, for some reason, this one does not is not doing it for me. It's not giving me the feels that some of the other things do. I've, I've never it never was my uh, look to icon. I don't know. It never really did it for me. So I'm, 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 I'm not, not feeling the feels. I'm not crying over it, but as Rich pointed out, I, I feel like it's a little bit wasteful. Like you could have moved it somewhere, but yeah, it's definitely yeah. definitely. I think it to be honest, it's to me it's more part of the whole idea of it's. The getting rid of the studios in general, like it's part of the you know that obviously was there because it was a uh, to be in the spirit of the one that's in Burbank, I believe, right? And so I think as part that's not even in a it's not a it's not a studios anymore. That's probably going to go ahead and probably get rid of it for that reason too, and not put it back up. Mm. Theming wise, so 
Um, was that true, Rich? That you saw that they were selling it on? Uh, was Theme Park Connection really selling this thing? Uh, I didn't. I mean, I saw the picture that they were. I didn't click through it, but uh, it said best offer. So that's what I was saying. Like, if nobody offers anything, like if we can get all of Disney Twitter together to agree not to bid. I'll just jump in with a $25 bid, and then we'll buy it. <laughs> and then we can put it, anywhere we put, the, put it anywhere you want. Right I have an top empty lot behind my house. Well, I was going to say, uh, Rhiannon mentioned that her neighbors were, were putting the house for sale, so... That's true. Maybe we'll just construct it there. And uh, I think it'd yeah, be great. I can't see any zoning problems with that at all. No, it'd be fine. No, no, not at all. It'd be easy to sell too. Hey, the bonus mm-hmm. of a gigantic yeah, right, it would, misplaced water tower. It would add tower. to the property value for sure. Well, and and think about like, does it come with all the extras like uh, the water? Well, no, not the water, but the, the giant <laughs> Santa hat. And uh, was it Horace Ooh, Grant or the who was it? The accessories, you mean? Yeah, from the Magic that they had, remember they put those blue goggles that he used to wear on it, and you know all just the random stuff that that they did to it. Does it come with all those accessories? Uh, yeah, it should. It definitely should. Except yeah. for the fact that they haven't been doing that that uh, Santa hat in years. Well, because probably they were it's like, like a Mister Potato Head, except a water tower. Who do you think all of them are inside? Like if you take off the, the, the <gasps> top, yes, it's That's full what of goodies. They stored it. No, like it has like a butt patch. Oh, that'd be awesome. I want it. That would be excellent. That so would add the value. I, I have bad sure. news though. I don't think any of that's happening. Centavos, por favor. Oh, now you can pronounce it. Good. Well, you know, when I'm not on the spot. Just a, took a couple of Costco light. Oh man, no Kirkland light, please. Uh, no, okay. Yeah, breaking news. Skipper Dick Ritchie is breaking open some new beer tonight. And it's Kirkland Light, which Kirkland is the BJ's version of uh, domestic light. Nobody told me anything about BJ's. Oh, Rhiannon's here. Oh, I know. Would you? Uh, could I, I interest you that. in a Kirkland Light? You may not. Oh, damn it! <laughs> you get forty-eight uh, of them for twenty dollars. You may, but you cannot because I'm not interested. It's a shame. It's a damn shame. Skipper Dick Ritchie, what do you think about this? Reports are Disneyland out in your neck of the woods is bringing the fast, the new FastPass system debuting shortly with FastPass Plus on mobile devices. What do you think about this? I people hate it, but I love it. I'm perfectly fine with it. Bring it on. Uh, matter of fact, I think we even talked about how they don't need. Like I think the Magic Bands are they're not necessary anymore because everybody has a. A mobile device. So I think a lot of the stuff that you do with the Magic Band, you can do with your iPhone or Android or whatever the hell you use. So you're trying to do away with free accessories? What? I just don't care about them that much. Yeah. It's interesting that they're going to go with one at a time, much like regular FastPass. You'll only be able to get one at a time. You can't just book a whole day's worth all at once. So it'll basically be kind of a mix between Legacy FastPass and FastPass Plus. Yeah, I, I, you know, and it's probably just to see how it works. Like, hey, once we figured out that we can definitely do this one at a time one, then they might say, hey, what if we try a few at a time? Yeah. So, Junko, so, how does this uh, conflict with your worldview of doing away with any standby whatsoever? It is at, it's, 
Well, that is for Disney World, my prediction of the. I understand, but I'm just no. saying but this is like I think the exact opposite. It, oh, I don't think so. Because I think the, One the main time versus no standby. Everybody's on fast right. pass forever. The main because the main thing that they got to get out of is is or the main thing that the training that the guests need to have in their heads is the idea of you go to your app instead of go to the line, and that's what they're saying here. Instead of actually, because you know, in the old days of fast pass, if you wanted to ride Kilimanjaro safaris, you would go to Kilimanjaro safaris to get your fast pass. Now, in this new Disneyland system, if you're going to go ride um, the Indiana Jones ride, instead of going to Indiana Jones, no, you pull out your phone and you say, I want to ride Indiana Jones. And that is the first step in my world plan, what, they, what I think they're doing. And again, this isn't something I'm pro- a proponent of. It's what I think is happening. Is they want you to, instead of saying, I'm going to go ride, I want to ride Indiana Jones, okay, I'll pull out my phone book my time for Ann Jones, and they'll tell me when to go there. So what are the proposed rules for Disneyland? Is it like starting at park opening, you're able to book it, or like 6 a.m. or the night before? Like, It's not saying can... what the... This is, of course, still this is still just a, a news article on one of the, the sites, so mm-hmm. um, uh does not say when... And that's, that's really the, the, the caveat there is when... Do you believe it? Does it literally like nine a.m. when you walk in the park? Is everybody going to be on there? That that is the the que- the biggest question in my in my mind. There is when it, when will it start? Like with Skipper to Richie, when you were doing the uh, same day Skipper Canteen, what was it? You, yeah, you, oh, it was that morning. It was it was early. It was like six thirty. Twelve oh one or it was like six thirty in the morning. It was pretty. Okay. It was pretty early. But uh, this is going to be different because. You know what? If it's if it's something that's done through the app, is it going to require your GPS to know that you're in the park so that people all over the world aren't just booking up fast passes for no reason? It'll be interesting. Um, So I wonder if it'll even be. What they're saying here is that this is the WDW news today. They're saying that their thing is it's going to be a barcode scanner that would be a card or a Disneyland mobile app. So looks like you would have to actually. It would basically give you almost like a boarding pass, like for the airline. Where you... that's a good question. <laughs> no, that still doesn't change the fact that you wouldn't have to be there to actually make the the fast well, pass reservation. So right now, the like, it it knows you're there. It uses the um, the GPS when you're in the park to know, um, and and it won't give you some information, or at least it didn't used to. Right. So I imagine almost... the Disney World one used to do that too. If you wanted wait times, you had to be on their Wi-Fi or at least, like you said, GPS it in Walt Disney World. Right. You're absolutely right. So I'm wondering if they're going to do the same thing, where you know, if you want to be able to get any of this stuff going, you have to be in the park, uh, so that you know, like I said, so that people aren't just at home going like, "Hey, I'm gonna, I want a haunted mansion one today, and nobody else can have them." Because I know for a fact of people who have done that, just that have t- said it on social media, like, oh, I was bored today and I was dreaming of Disney, so I went ahead and booked Fast Passes for today. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I would, like, I would say that's a dick move. <laughs> that's, just a, that's, that's just not cool. Yeah, that's totally not cool. But, um, Rhiannon, that's a good point. How does this... Obviously, I'm going to look at it. I, I see it. It could go either way as far as that. I think the biggest thing though as far as my the idea of going all 100 standby is the idea that 
changing the mentality of when you want to ride a ride, rather than go to the ride, you go to a kiosk or your phone first. And I think that's the first thing that will have to happen. And maybe this is a step in that direction. We'll find out. I say it is, but I'm definitely in the minority there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Speaking of Disneyland Resort, let's stay out on the West Coast, Skipper Dick. West Coast. Are you excited? The the Autopia has returned, as it's presented by oh. Honda. I wish Honda had had the balls to get rid of the gas cars and gone to electric. Um, that would have been cool. They're loud. They're smelly. You know, it does. I'm I'm glad that they went back to the older looking style of car, but I wasn't like super impressed with the fact that they kept all that other junk. So overall, are you? Does it? Are you like? Is that something that? I know. I'm assuming you don't ride it much now, but do you like that it's there? Like, as far as a historical perspective? Yeah, I or- like it, and I would probably ride it if they went to an electric car. But I just the in. In the form that it's in with gas and the noisy little, like, lawnmower-sounding cars, and it just it just smells like, um, it smells like a gas station, you know? <laughs> like, when you're yeah. at the gas station, you, there's just that strong gas smell. That's the way that whole area smells, so I don't ride it just because I don't like that part. But, yeah, yeah. If, if they went to, like, electric cars, that'd be super fun. I'd go for it. Um I always joke, like, you know, we're not allowed to have, you know, alcohol in the Magic Kingdom, but we can totally go get high off diesel fumes or whatever that is. Oh, no problem. (laughs) Yeah, bring it on. (laughs) Um, Brings me to our first Ask Sour Boner of the night, because it is related. We're going to jump right into Ask Sour Boner. Whoa. whoa. Ask Sour Boner. No foreplay whatsoever. No, no, just just jump right in. No foreplay. Tickle it or anything. Duct tape and beer. Duct tape and beer wants to know, what's the biggest waste of, of space at Disney World, though? Tomorrowland Speedway or Canada Pavilion? I know we were talking about Disneyland Autotopia, but this nice segue. So is it the Canada Pavilion is a waste of space or Tomorrowland? Which is worse? Tomorrowland. The whole to- Tomorrowland Pavilion? No, or Tomorrowland just... Speedway. Just Speedway. Uh, Speedway. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm in. I'm in yeah. with the Speedway is a bigger waste of space. I wish it wasn't so. <laughs> Don't make fun of me. I wish it wasn't so big. <laughs> That's not. What she said. Um, I wish it wasn't so big because I like the fact that it's there because so many kids, including myself when I was a kid and my kids, like the idea of driving a car is cool. There's nowhere else in the basically you can do that, you know, then it's fun. So they really do like it. So I wish it was there in some way. But yeah, the, the real estate is so I mean, it's right there where they could something so cool could go. It's yeah. like hey, you know what? When I was a kid. I love driving cars, too, but you know where I prefer to drive a car? Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. Yeah. So, really, they should have just kept that and done away with the Speedway. Oh, let's see. There you go. Oh, well. Too late. So, we're all going to go with Tomorrowland Speedway on that one. So, there you go. First sour boner. Um, And we'll stay at Disneyland, Rich. You You mentioned this before. Um... You did your uh, Star Wars voice. Will you do it for us again? Oh, uh, may the fourth be with you always. There it, <laughs> there it is. Um, they announced the Star Wars Day, a.k.a. May the fourth be with you for Disneyland. Uh, and uh, is this something that you're going to actually try to go to, Skippa? Um, to be honest with you, I almost didn't make this recording because 
I was going to try to run and grab a train and just go up there tonight to the point where a friend of mine about an hour ago was we were looking at train schedules and then uh, he mentioned he was like, isn't tonight the night that you do the podcast? And I was like, oh, shit. Uh, and and I decided to come home. So I might try to go tomorrow morning. But no kidding. I'm not even like there was a chance that I was. Yeah, I was ready to jump on a train and go. And then somebody reminded me. I was like, "Oh shit! Yeah, I've 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 got a responsibility to the to the listeners." Wow! <laughs> wow! That's More than cool. I feel. <laughs> well, I'm not gonna lie. So, oh, I've also apparently some big podcasting guy. Um, I bumped into them today, and we started talking about podcasting, and I mentioned ours, and he gave me some tips on how to grab some extra listeners. But oh, when geez. I, yeah, right. When I'm I, not doing full frontal. That's okay because that's not what he asked for. But if you don't mind turning around a little bit. Um, yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> well, wait, and if it's not full frontal, is there any frontal that we could negotiate into this? Cause, oh, you think I'm wearing clothing right now? No, I'm just wondering if we can turn this into a video podcast really quick. Yeah, no. Damn it. it you just click the little button that turns from a phone to a camera and it should work, right? Yeah, that's true. Do you, oh, anything you want to share as far as... Uh, Overall tips that we should be do- utilizing? Well, I don't want to give away any, any information because there's some other podcasts that I may not want to help support, but... Who? <laughs> E-Ticket Report. E-Ticket. <laughs> not a Yeti, another podcast. Um, no, but he was, he was telling... He asked me how many we get, and I told him that our average is about <laughs> 600 listens uh, per show. Yes. Let you. And he was actually really impressed. He said that most podcasts only get like 100 to 150, and that 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 we should be really happy that we're that we're getting as far as 600. So I thought that most was cool. podcasts are not as ridiculously hilarious as Rhiannon is. That is true. What? They don't have Rhiannon. I'm just here for the free snacks. Better than estados por favor. So you are you're you're saying it's still possible. That you go to Disneyland in the morning. There's a really good chance that I'm going to get up tomorrow morning and go to Disneyland. Now, which of these things? I'm going to click through this and take a look. What about it? What jumps out at you of the Every- offerings for Star Wars Day? What jumps out at you? Everything is pretty much the same except for the Star Wars uh, May the Fourth Be With You t-shirt, which goes to charity. So I'll probably buy that. And <laughs> you're the worst. And then uh, <laughs> I know the uh, they're showing an episode of Star Wars Rebels. Um, in, in one of the big theaters. So I think that would be cool to see with, like, theater sound on a big screen. Yeah, with other fans, too. Yeah, with other nerds just like me. So uh, that would probably be my biggest two things, is to go do that. And then after that, you'll probably find me at Sam's. Could you imagine? Like, this is what I want to go. Is Sam's this Club for your beer? <laughs> Sam's Club. That was Costco. <laughs> Costco! Right, that was Sorry, funny. Costco. Costco. I got to give you credit. That was funny. That's why we get so That's why we're getting yeah, more than average. Because of that joke's right like there. that. <laughs> Um, it says the party jumps to light speed at 6 p.m. at the Galactic Grill stage with a fan celebration where Star Wars trivia will take place. I'm, I'm wondering what kind of crowd that's going to draw. I will already be drunk. And that <laughs> What's the Galactic Grill stage? What is that normally? Um, what did that used to be? No, it's the same stage that's, that's there at Tomorrowland. I'm trying to think, like, um, you know where Cosmic Rays is at in, in yeah. the Magic Kingdom? So instead of being covered, it's open, and uh, the the seating area forever, right? 
Yeah, like, it's been there forever. And the stage used to have like a raising dance floor back in the day and stuff well, like that. Well, the stage comes it raises. So you yeah. have the dance floor and then there's this thing that looks like a giant like potted plant area. Well, yeah. that that lifts up uh to to expose the stage. That's so awesome. Yeah, it actually is pretty cool. Like it's all the good stuff at Disneyland. That's mm. what it's supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, at Walt Disney World, we apparently are getting a replacement show temporarily for Rivers of Light, the Jungle Book show. Oh, gosh. Yeah, so, like, I haven't clicked through to this yet. What did you see on that, Skipper Dick? Oh, I haven't. I was just actually wondering, because <laughs> before Nemo um, and before Tarzan, it was the Jungle Book. So I'm wondering yes. if they're just bringing back a watery version of that. No, <laughs> uh, no, unfortunately, that show was. Oh, I no, no, no! I never saw the Jungle Book at Animal Kingdom. Actually, that was before my time. It was cool. When I got there, it was um, Tarzan. I liked the Tarzan show too, but before that, it was yeah. the Jungle Book. But no, unfortunately, I believe the, the this, and this is what the uh, part of Rivers of Light is a gigantic water screen. So something tells me it's going to be a gigantic water screen showing a video montage of the Jungle Book new movie. No, that would be terrible. I, I mean, what else is what I else could it be, though? I think, am I the only person who thinks it's sort of interesting on multiple levels that they're even doing this? Because on the one hand, this definitely suggests that they're really fucked on Rivers of Light right now. Because right. that's like way behind schedule. Which we discussed last week, and I think all of us are very sympathetic to that because that there's a lot that goes into that, and you have to be understanding to the people who are just losing their minds trying to get this done. But the fact that this must mean that they are that behind schedule and that they're willing to bring in a new show, which is obviously going to require some kind of work, some kind of thought, some kind of planning, so they're now like reshuffling energy into that. That's that's eesh. yikes. I I think you're right. I think the the only the only thing that would be okay on that is that most likely this is just literally somebody the team that has to work on this is just the video people, and it sounds like because I think the screen will be just they can just turn that on and off like you know like nothing. Yeah, but and it's just jacked. So I I don't know. And, and it makes me wonder like how much revenue they actually count on for these nighttime shows because it sounds to me like they need something whereas me being the dumbass i don't work in theme park operations i would think hey keep the park open later keep the rides open keep the restaurants open you're still gonna get people there you're still gonna have fun but i guess they really must need some kind of nighttime show for people well because what's happening is they're whether Rivers Light is ready or not, they are beginning the Animal Kingdom Awakens at night on Memorial Day. But that's Meaning what they're I'm gonna saying. extend like, the hours, so they're like, I would, Well, I guess we gotta put something out there. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. Right. It's like I don't understand uh, me, the layperson, I don't understand the need for a nighttime show. And so obviously there really must be some demand for it, whether it's operationally or just guest demand that they need I think people the need to fill that hole. Right. I think it just keeps people around. Like, right. for example, like, like Fantasmic and then the, 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 the fireworks. I mean, without those fireworks, you know, Hollywood Studios after about 
6 o'clock would be wiped out, it would be empty. But now because mm-hmm. those fireworks go off at 10, there's actually people in the park until 10. So yeah, I think it's I think more like so. it actually, that's what keeps people sticking around. They're like, well, I guess you might as well stick around for this. Uh, yeah, obviously, I, they probably want to of light, but I guess we'll yeah. stick around for this jungle book thing. Right, I'm, just, I'm not that person. So, again, not being you know, on the operational side and not being of the guest mentality of I'm going to stick around for a show. I'm like, yeah, I just keep Everest open for as long as you can. I'll be yeah. there. Well, I, I am sort of that person that would be like, well, we may as well watch that show tonight. So we'll stick around and, and plan our day around that. So I am the kind of person that would do that. So yeah. um, it does. It will work on me. Oh, well, good to know. <laughs> to avoid that. <laughs> you know when not to come. Uh-huh. Oh, whoa. oh, whoa, hey, whoa, it's always whoa. a good time it's family, to come. This is a family podcast. No, it's family not. podcast. Right. Now no, it's not. actual nor family. <laughs> it's a very small segment of ridiculous people. We're a like niche us. of a niche, I like we're to a say. <laughs> a niche within a niche. Um, but we're a great niche. Um, it happened. Yeah, Disney's After Hours went to 50% off to annual pass holders and DVC. Did we talk about that last week? Uh, no, I think we talked about actually looking forward to the company's reactions to yeah. the yeah. demand. As a matter of fact, so, we said that so, we all talked at the yeah. same time. <laughs> no, we talked about whether if it was a success or not. And we kind of said that we would figure it out if they decided to do more. Yeah, yeah. And right. so the fact they went exactly. down to 50% off is kind of our answer. There are still only, um, as of as of right now, two, three, four of them left. And you can and, get them. And they're, they're, the local media is actually hitting it pretty hard. I, I don't know if you're getting these down on your local news, but, like, the news is was getting hit no. this story. Like, hey, everybody. Half off for uh, annual pass holders and Disney Vacation Club. and um, No, but I have to say, I would totally do it. Um, however, when it made that announcement, I, I, I feel like I, I jumped on it and I'm like, oh, I would do this. And so I went and looked at what remaining dates were left and they were all weekdays. Yep. And then somebody bitched at me, perhaps Ben. He doesn't listen to this, so we can just call him out. Um <laughs> And he's like, there was a Friday. And I'm like, well, I think the Friday was like last well, Friday when they yeah. made the announcement. or something. No, I think it was still half off, but it was like uh, they made the announcement on Friday or something. Uh, whatever. The point being that like any date that I could have gone in the future, it was all Thursday nights or some bullshit. Yeah. And so, but I honestly, yep. yeah, I, I would have done it. I mean, it's Thursday from there's uh, there's a Thursday that's 10 to 1 a.m. And then there's a Sunday, Thursday, and Thursday, 11 exactly. p.m. to 2 a.m. Yeah. See, I mean, I can't, I can't swing that myself. But financially speaking, and con- conceptually speaking, yeah, I, I would have done that. But. So this does lead it to continue. I mean, I know we talked about it last week, but do you think this is a sign that? Do, just guess. Are they going to have more or no of these? I'm going to go with no. Uh, I got to go with you too. I don't. I just don't think they're going to make enough on the seventy-five dollars a pop. Depending on, it feels like that's probably a lot of what they're going to sell, or a lot of these um, annual pass holders. And it probably feels like this probably um, appeals to major fans, and those people probably 
might already have. They might be the kind of people that do two vacations a year and do the annual passes already. So, who knows? Skipper, what do you think? I don't know. I mean, part of me, I, were these dates like already arranged when they first yes. announced it? Yes. Okay, yes. so they're it, it, so they're kind of running a fire sale. They're kind of like yeah, basically. Yeah, we gotta we gotta do whatever we can to fill this place up. We already gave it away free to the DVC members. What else can we do? So I'm gonna say probably it's not a success, um, and they're just trying to you know fill the the days that they've already said they were gonna do it. So probably no. Yeah. It's over. Yeah. Personally, I think it's only worth it for them when it's closer to full price. You know what I mean? I just don't. Th- yeah, like you said, it's a fire sale to make to not to not lose money on the deal. But I don't. Yeah, to to actually go through the the. Again, I, I think it's sort of making up for when they don't do a lot of those events. Like, because this is about—it's probably about what it costs to do Night of Joy and um, uh, grad. What do they call the grad thing? Graduation thing? Grad night? Grad nights? Grad night? Yeah. Well, I mean, they what did that, that cost? Forever. I know. I'm saying this is probably their way of doing it. And it's just not working out. Making up for that. So. Okay. I actually, yeah. uh, Char, our Canada. Disney Store reporter has made her way to Walt Disney World. She's on vacation. Yeah, she's there right now. So I tweeted her earlier in the day, and I asked her if she wouldn't mind um, swinging by and finding out what's going on over at the uh, new quote-unquote bar. We'll give our thoughts about it after we hear from Char. um, So, Rich, could you tune in, Char, and let's see what's going on over at the uh, new Canada bar? Yeah, hold on. Let me get Char. Hold on. She said she was going to report from Epcot while she's visiting. Let's see what's going on. Hey, Skipper Dick Ritchie. Yes, it's true. I'm in Walt Disney World, specifically Epcot and the Canada Pavilion. And even more importantly, clearly someone at Disney has been listening to us here on the parade because suddenly there is a bar at Epcot. We've heard rumors and seen pictures, but you're the first member of the parade that's been there. What can you tell us so far? Well, I can tell you I'm looking forward to getting some traditional Canadian fare, as the only thing you Americans have to drink is Coca-Cola and fruity beverages served in pineapples, which I now refuse to partake in purely on principle. (laughs) Oh, Char, what's next? Well, I'm walking up to the bar, just about to order. Hi there, bye. Could I get a Canadian old-fashioned, please? Uh, what's that? You know, a nice, bright Canadian whiskey, a little maple syrup, some bitters, and a slice of crispy bacon to garnish. A Canadian old-fashioned. Surely you've heard of it. Oh, uh, well, we just have wine and beer here. Ridiculous! This is Canada! Okay, fine. I'll have two fingers of Canadian club whiskey. Neat. Yeah, as I mentioned, we've only got beer and wine. Hmm. Canadian beer. Very stereotypical. But I guess I understand. Uh, not everyone has a sophisticated palate. Why don't you just get me something from the house menu? How about a Canadian mist on the rocks? Uh, okay, but seriously, all we have is beer and wine. Oh, and sodas. Soda. Cute. You know, if you truly want to be authentic, it's called pop. Regardless, I guess if that's all you have, I'll take an Elsinore beer. A what? Elsinore? From the Elsinore Brewery? Beer of choice of Canadian superstars Bob and Doug McKenzie, the true sons of Canada. Are you even sure you're Canadian? If you are, you're really not making a very good impression for our international guests. 
Look, lady, I took this internship thinking I was going to be doing something to get my foot in the door with the Disney company, and all I've gotten so far is a few flannel shirts and what I suspect might be a mild case of herpes thanks to the alumni that snuck into Vista Way. Great! Now there's a lineup behind you. Can you please just order something? Okay, fine. I, I guess I'll have a Canadian wine cooler. How about a Tropikiwi? A Tropawati? Come on! You know that stuff you gave a wink and a nod for at Max when you were in high school? I haven't had a Tropikiwi hangover in years, and we might as well start this drinking around the world off on the right foot. <laughs> Okay, lady, you're starting in Canada. Come on, most people end here or skip it all together. Look at this place. It doesn't even really have a bar so much as a room that they wield a counter into. Are you sure you don't want to head to Mexico? I hear they have a great bar or you're literally a few feet away from the Rose and Crown. Hell, I'll probably join you in like 30 minutes. So what you're saying is you don't have any Canadian drinks. Well. How about a Canadian gold water? No. Clearly Canadian? No. Canada dry? No. Okay, well, that's that, Skipper Dick Ritchie. Looks like the Canadian bar in Canada doesn't even serve any actual Canadian beverages. If anyone is looking for me, I'll be in France, trying to get some of those thin-cut potatoes Americans decided to call freedom fries. Idiots. Man, they just did not want to serve Char at, uh, in Canada. They didn't have any. They didn't have any traditional Canadian drinks, apparently. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm not surprised. We've we've been saying for years. Th- Two thirds of this podcast has been saying for a year how terrible Canada is to drink at, and Char is now our third. Uh, yeah, and you're still the only holdout that it's a great place. Because she loves La Blue Blanc Blink or whatever that drink is. What is that beer that you love? Le Monde. Le Yeah, there you go. I don't think I don't think that Whatever. one beer is enough to make it worthwhile. Oh, it is. Oh. But okay, so thoughts on uh, the fact that they did open a quote unquote bar inside of the Canada Pavilion. Any thoughts on this? I would say, but it would lead to another topic that Rich is going to yell at me for, so I'm not going to. No, no, no! I won't yell. I promise. No, oh, he'll wait till we get on Twitter in the morning and then make fun of us. Yeah, that's basically. That's yeah. my favorite. Um, oh, I know what you guys were going to say. Do it. Really? It took that long? It, yeah, well, I wasn't really paying attention. But it I wasn't being up. subtle either. <laughs> Come um, on, do it. It's so much fun. I'll bring it up. Mm-hmm. It's because it's going to have to cause an edit to your new book. Do we have a date? Do we have a date for that book by any chance? Bitch, I wish. Summer 2016. So it it'll Basically. be it'll be out sometime. Um, it, it's around fault. the same time as Rivers of Light. Right. <laughs> yeah. What's the? Uh, um, we but, didn't, we never like a Deadpool between the book and Rivers of Light and see which one actually oh doesn't happen first. Dude, it's not our fault. I'm trying. <laughs> Takes a while. Um. But in all seriousness, (laughs) but in all seriousness, I think I would love to. It's basically moving the beer cart from on the strip up into the air conditioning. It's not Not moving. moving. Adding a second. It's adding a second beer cart. Adding. So I'm for it. I'm for it because it also is adding new additions. I mean, it's not the exact same offerings as the beer cart. So I'm all for that. Um, Yes. So. Sorry, I hate to bring it up, but like my only 
My only consternation is that, yeah, fucking A, if I have to add another thing. But yeah, I, it, it, the real question, is it worthy of calling it a second location, or is it just literally part of the gift shop? Like, um, um, Technically speaking, as far as what we've done, technically, yes, it deserves a, yeah. a call out. However, I'm hesitant to write anything yet because um, there's some hubbub that perhaps it's only temporary right so i'm not just you know dropping everything to go and write it up yet because i'm not sure what's going to happen with it um if it does remain permanent then yes i will write about it because it technically is meeting your definition of a bar um because it's just like you know vine keller or the, the mitsukoshi mitsukoshi um you know teka or Maison du Vigne or whatever. Yeah, so it meets all those definitions. Um, and as far as a person who's not frustrated with trying to get a book out, um, I'm all for it because, frankly, I never climbed those steps into the Canadian Pavilion. I don't... I, don't, I love I don't, that gift shop. I haven't been in that gift shop, in, and I'm not even exaggerating, probably six years. Right, I think that's the last time I climbed those steps. It was probably six to seven years ago. Yeah. So if there's a new reason to get me into that pavilion, then I'm all for it. That's great. So I'm, yes, I would consider it a pro. Um, so it's just the writer in me who wants to get this fucking shit done that's pissed off. I'm still holding out hope that this is baby steps to the golden goose of Canada, which would be the third floor bar. Yeah, that'd I be hope, awesome. I hope it's baby steps. Um, that or how about a fucking quick service restaurant that just like sold poutine? That's it. I want like just a fucking quick Wait. service with. Did you say poutine? What? Poutine. I would enjoy a quick service bar that serves. I'm calling in sick now. Bye. Ha <laughs> But. Because that third floor building does exist, and apparently when it... I, this is before my... I don't have any memories of this, but apparently it, it serves sort of as a... Um, you go in there and you actually get... It had brochures and stuff about actually visiting Canada, is what that third Why? floor building was. So you go in there and uh, they have no brochures. And, yeah, and so um, the building is... It's not like it's just a facade. I mean, it is an actual functioning building there on the third floor. I'm sure ADA accessibility... Would not be ideal, um, but uh, there's got to be a way around that. So I'm still holding out hope for third floor bar. My concern great. is it seems to be set, like it seems to be part of a trend that Disney is. I mean, it's cool because you can get drinks or, or at least beer and wine, but I kind of feel like they're half-assing all of this shit. They, you know, this place, the, the Tower of Terror bar, and um, what's the the other place that used to be Alan Ryder's stop. Like, yeah. instead of just, you know, like, pull out the stops and open someplace cool that's an actual bar. Don't just... Yeah, yeah. third don't floor. Just, yeah, don't just roll in, essentially, an oversized ice chest uh, <laughs> and then sell yeah. us and sell us beer. Like, I want a bar, yeah. and, and that's my concern. My concern is that they're just kind of yeah. half-assing their way through stuff, and uh, and we're not getting what we deserve, which is an actual bar that serves... Well, drinks. I. My next question then would be, going back to talking about the operational 
aspects of everything is, you know, I would wonder what their statistics are on what their sales look like for, uh, you know, mm-hmm. um, uh, 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 Rosen Crown versus just the beer booth. You know, like, are they making enough money on maintaining what looks like an amazing bar, which is an amazing bar versus, hey, let's just throw up a fucking booth and sell beer out of an ice chest. And, hey, look at that. We make just as much money, you know. I would wonder what the stats are. Yeah. I'm sure, ideally, they would love to put in the, you know, I'm sure Epcot would love to get the cash to renovate something to make a real Canada bar. But, um Hopefully that comes sometime down the road with a legitimate refurb of, of Epcot, some more really cool spots. So in the meantime, I think you're right. I think I'm with Rich in that it's right now these it's these quick throw up bars. But I mean in the yeah. in the same time we are getting you know, Jock Lindsay's and, and yeah. Trader Sam's. Yeah. So they do but they I obviously think- get the, the the they do get that these are great spots and good ideas. It's just these are I, I hope these are baby steps in that direction and like um that's kind of what I called that for the third floor. That's kind of what I'm, I'm thinking the same thing, Rich. Is that, you know, may, hopefully this is the idea of like we want to put more into Canada. In the meantime, let's throw this thing up there, and then down the road when we get the the full funding and all this stuff, we can refurb Canada and make it a great pavilion again. Well, but I also think that part of what funding comes into this is when they perhaps lose money because they have to shut something down in order to build something. And I think that at least in the Canada-specific incidents, they don't really have to shut anything down. Like, nothing's going on in there. You know, like, they could be putting in a bar and no one would be being shut off from the pavilion versus if they decided to put in a full-fledged bar in, I don't know, like, uh, Morocco or something, like, back in the gift shop area, like they'd have to be shutting down a certain area. Like, I just, I think that Canada is a really good example of there wouldn't have to be much, you know, cutting off of what's currently available. I hope, I really hope, because basically this is what they did in Morocco when they created Spice Road Table a few years ago. Right. I hope, I hope that doesn't um, leave a sour taste in their mouth if that place isn't doing so hot. Well, but, but, you know, when you talk about the money that they had to spend to do it, like they, they obviously are okay doing that because they they did it with mexico they they put that waterfront property or they kind of changed that area they did it in morocco where they put that waterfront area with the bar so let's get you know if if they're doing it because it's a good place to watch fireworks the third floor of canada is a great place to watch and you can have drinks like oh yeah it would be awesome uh really is a great spot and poutine yeah yeah i think i think yeah i think rich you are right that there is a you know, in the last few months, there's been a history of these half-assing it. But if you look at, uh, if you take a step back and take a look at the bigger picture, they actually, I think I'm with you on that, that it almost seems there's also another um, pattern of building large additions, like you said, like the like the restaurant in Mexico and Spice Road Table. And now hopefully, you know, Mexico or Canada would be a great spot to do that too. I think you're right. Yeah, I want to get a Tropikiwi wine cooler and uh, and get some poontain and, and watch the fireworks. Fucking <laughs> A. So that actually will go to also, that fulfills the Ask Sour Boner from Scott, Disney Cruise Line blog, uh, uh, who asked about uh, our thoughts on the Canadian quote-unquote bar. Because he was one of the people who had the first photos of it. So he gets oh, yeah, he, he, 
he actually was he was awesome. He was on the ground running. Yeah, that morning, uh, I put a call out. I was like, anybody that is going to be anywhere near that place, and within moments, he was in the parking lot, you know, posting pictures. I'm on it! His, yeah, he's like, I'm on my way! It's like, way to go, Scott. That was awesome. Scott Scott is, he, he goes to Epcot so much, I love it. He, uh, he Scott's the best. Um, so, yeah, it was his sex sour boner. Well, did you see this, uh, Skipper? You put this in here. Like, uh, speaking of Epcot bars, it is Cinco de Mayo. And Cava de Tequila is having a Cinco de Mayo special. Yeah. A minty pineapple margarita for thirteen fifty. I know, it's so sugary. A coffee Yeesh. margarita for thirteen fifty. Also super sweet. Yeesh. And Rhiannon, for you, shots. Shots. Yay! Shots. 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 Six dollar shots, nine dollar shots, and twelve dollar shots. Right, but a six dollar shot in in Epcot, that's that's actually that's a good that's deal. A- bargain yeah it really is yeah and i mean it's gonna be it's gonna you know it's obviously not their best tequila but it's gonna be tequila warm (laughs) i I do like their presentation though even when they give it to you on that that little quick service uh paper plate it's still pretty good how you get they they give you the full service of the uh the different accompaniments as well oh yeah for sure i've never been much of a tequila guy but at epcot i always to uh, partake yeah. and the just company you think I couldn't lose any more respect for you I just said I like having I it at Epcot you just said you're not much of a tequila guy so and I haven't I been much of a tequila guy in my life but I'm learning to appreciate and therefore, it therefore I lose respect for you from starting to drink it what are you 12 oh Jesus See what I deal with here, people? Um, yeah. Who, do you guys know who? who? We, we, no. The, the you guys know who? I, I'm you reading guys, this thing. Would you like of, fries talk- with that, sir? <laughs> <laughs> I would like poutine with that. Ooh. <laughs> Anything else? Anything else? Balls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Going from Mexico to a Mexican restaurant at Disney Springs, um, they renamed what's going to be uh, the Mexican restaurant um, to Frontera Cocina, and it's done by Rick Bayless. Like, I think I think we talked about this once before, but again, I don't know who like these celebrity chefs are. Like, who's Rick Bayless? I feel like I've heard of him, but I don't know anything about him. Do you know this guy, Skipperdick? Rich. Uh... But Bayless okay, doesn't so sound very Mexicano. Mexican. No. But no. like, I guess because you know Disney Springs and Disney yeah, in general have this history of like promoting these yeah, restaurants no, with these celebrity chefs, and I don't, I don't tend to know who any of them are. I don't watch a lot of like cooking shows. I mean, I, well, I think it's ironic that we have the House of Blues restaurant is brought to you by Aaron Sanchez, right? And yet that's barbecue so can't we get him to do the mexican restaurant and get this clearly not mexican guy to do the barbecue or something so, barbecue yeah fuck okay. you we get mark i heard mark's meat was pretty good oh on my meat. god he i was impressed with his with mark's bark and his <laughs> smoke ring oh yeah I and mean, it's no joke no yeah, i mean he was like 5 a.m smoking Rhiannon uh, had a party over the weekend at her house, oh, yeah. 
yeah, where she uh, and friend of the show, Mark, um, smoked a ton of meat. So Mark's meat was smelling good, apparently, and yeah. was very yeah. uh, uh, melt-in-your-mouth delicious. Yeah, it was all gone. Uh, we encouraged people to take doggy bags home with them, and they did that liberally. I mean, we had people taking gallon-sized bags, filling it with ribs, taking it home. And Monday, yesterday, at the office, the entire office reeked of Mark's meat because everyone brought their leftovers in for lunch. So it was a little awkward, but, you know. <laughs> I, had, I had one coworker say that it was the best ribs he's ever had in his life. Wow. That is yeah. high praise. Yeah, it is high praise. Because this impressive. guy, he doesn't joke around, so... But, I mean, Mark has, has said for a long time that he wants to just quit his job and open up a food truck, so I guess he has a calling. I mean, putting his yeah. meaty bone in your co-worker's mouth. Basically, yeah, his his bone's got around. Yes, Barbecue, yeah, if his, if his stuff's that good, barbecue food trucks would probably do pretty damn well. Although I think we discussed um, the margin of profit there wouldn't really lend itself to yeah profitability because right. the price you'd have to demand it's like just it. expensive to make barbecue it is it's, yeah. yeah it really is yeah, anyway. so, yeah. so, so the, the white dude who's opening up the mexican restaurant disney springs you were saying oh that was just it yeah so yeah. Uh, they changed the name he's an american so. chef who specializes in traditional mexican cuisine with modern so. interpretations so anyways, just a little bit of, a little bit of, I wasn't sure if, I really brought it up because I was, I, I didn't know who these, I don't know who a lot of these celebrity chefs are. I really honestly didn't even know who Chef Morimoto was. Oh, was like, oh come, come on. on. I had heard the Dude. name, but I didn't, I didn't watch Iron Chef. Well, Iron Chef what? is so good. A la cuisine. Now I have, though. Now I have. Yeah, I got, yeah. A la cuisine. A la cuisine. A la cuisine. And he's awesome, and I, I get why now he's very popular. But at the time, like I don't I don't know these names. Is all I'm saying. Do we know where this wow. is going to be? This uh, um, Frontera, I don't know Frontera specifically. Cucina? No, Cucina? but it's in the. It's obviously going to be on the other side Cucina. in the new area, the town Cucina's center dirty. area, the area which Ugh, used to be the parking lot. It, it's true. Oh. It's going to be near the parking lot. What used to be the parking lot? They in the new area um, called Town Center. Oh, so is this going to involve another bar? Yep. Yeah. Fuck. Um. Also, how many American restaurants are not going to be American restaurants because a Mexican restaurant is taking its job? I mean, spot. <laughs> and they're doing it for half. And they're doing it right. Let's build a wall. Build a wall. Around we the should throw the wall at Disney Cena. Springs. Let's make Disney great again. What's the problem? They're taking down walls at Disney Springs. There used to be a wall oh separating, separating oh the God. boathouse. You know, these American restaurants like the boathouse and, uh, you know. We should, just, we should just make any foamer illegal and just bar them from the country. So, uh, speaking of that... Uh, <laughs> Which of you two are going to be the first Hello? to run a Dis run Disney virtual race? That sounds really stupid. Not interested <laughs> at all. 
Oh my gosh. Three, a set of three virtual races, the Yellow Shoes 5K, the Red Pants 5K, and the White Glove 5K. What does it even, what um, do you do? What is the... What do the Red Pants mean? Like you're like running out of tampons or something? Yeah, so the I... idea is you run... They're selling it as it's just like running in a real run Disney event, but you do it at home, and then we just mail you the medal at the end. Okay, I would like to make a timeout for a second. So, first of all, that sounds really, really stupid. Second of all, if you changed that to, you know how, like, there are those, like, what do you call those stationary bikes, I guess. And, and like, you can like, you know, they have like a, like Google maps thing and you can be like, Ooh, I'm going to like ride today on, on like through the Yosemite park. Like that's what I'm going to do today. Like fine. So if they want to do a run Disney where you're on a treadmill and you have a nice screen in front of you and you can say like, Oh, today I'm going to run a quote unquote Disney race through the parks. That sounds awesome. They should do that. Now, to have it be a legitimate race, that's fucking stupid. Yeah. So you, um, it says you have to complete the race between the specified dates, and the medals are sent within 30 days of race completion. There is no proof of the run required, so accepting the medal comes down to the honor system. No. 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 I was going to say, so basically if you want a medal, you can now buy one. And sit on eBay, and, good for you. And yeah. sit at home and just say, yeah, I ran that race. And it, Yeah, so this is just, this. I mean, we always joke about, you know, and Disney Twitter jokes about things that are just literally like opening, uh, hand me your money. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> and so it jumps out. I mean, what? I have heard the, the, uh, the devil's advocate of this are people who are signing up, and I've, I've heard a lot of people, Polly signed up. Polly, Polly yeah. signed up, and Polly. he and other people were saying that say I can't get down to Dis, and I, you know I don't necessarily want to throw judgment on people who are doing this because they're doing it for their own reasons. I judge you, Polly. I judge. And, you. Well, we can judge Polly. I'm talking about everyone else. Oh, okay. okay. Everyone else that's not Polly, and basically saying that I can't get down to Disney. This makes me feel like I'm part of it, even though I can't. So they're doing but it they- for their own reasons of like. <sighs> Disney, so it, I guess it would be almost like a, you know, if they could do some other sort. So, question is, will this bring other virtual things to Disney? Like, will they just start yeah. showing up? Like, could you imagine if they ever just went and they set up like a virtual reality thing at like the Best Western in Indianapolis and had you people come and like ride the Haunted Mansion virtually God, at the Best awful. Western? Oh, I thought you were going to say maybe you checked into like a really shitty hotel in Kissimmee. But you wore you wore goggles so that it felt like no. you were the Grand Floridian. You're like this room is no. so beautiful. I was thinking more like oh, they bring it to you. Are they, what other Disney no. things are they going to bring? I was joking about like the uh, for your dog. It's like the Disney kennel experience. You like? Oh my god! No. <laughs> Just put put a screen no. in front of the dog. It looks like it's at the Disney kennel. attraction. Oh God, no! So Rhiannon, you're not you're not going to run a uh, Disney World virtual. No, fight. and I, you know, Polly, you know I love you. No offense to you, but come on, like that's just silly. I I can understand if they're like offering it up for free, 
and not giving you a medal, being like, hey, if you want to, like, pretend you're part of this and, like, you know, see the race track view, path yeah. view, whatever, fine, fine. But, like, I mean, really? I mean, really? I actually, I couldn't agree more, Rhiannon, in really? that I, when I first caught wind, because this is what happens to me on Twitter a lot, and I get caught in a lot of these where, I jumped to judgment and get a lot of crap for it. And I did on this one too. Cause, but it was funny because I, 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 I heard, I saw something about virtual run Disney event. And my mind immediately assumed that, you, like what you said, it's like, oh, it's the at home version. So if, for those of you that can't make yeah. it, we're going to put this app up on your phone that you can, yeah. you, know, you can run and it'll look like you're on the, the, the track or something. But, it, but in my mind, it was like free. You know, like right. a app, like which you like, can like, use any time during your workout. Mix it up. Yeah, exactly. Like, right. hey, you ran from Epcot to Hollywood Studios Woo. today. But no, so I, I, I really think... did think it was free. People were like, "You Disney doesn't do anything free." I'm like, "This sounds exactly what's the difference?" I mean, it, it sounds, sounds like, like it sounds like syndrome from Incredibles, being like, you know, if everybody's special, no one's special. Yeah. Like, with all due respect, if you can't make it to an actual race, whether it's a Disney race or whether it's, you know, the Boston Marathon, like, you're not part of it. So, yeah. you know, want, want, but, you know. Yeah. Want, want. I really did think it was like, I mean, no, to me it seemed no different than this Magic Kingdom game everybody's playing where you get to build your own Magic Kingdom. Like, it's a free app on your phone. I thought this would be the same thing. Like, you know, yeah. it's, anyway... <clears throat> Rich, you're not going to do it, Sorry, sorry, Polly. Oh, no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Are you going to do Star Wars? Uh, the next one, support Star Wars Force for a change, though. Yeah, I did the last time, and I'm going to, yeah, for sure. And that's think... basically the, just the, that's the T-shirts? Well, no, I, so there's a T-shirt that they're selling tomorrow at, um, at the parks, and actually all over the place, parks. Disney Store, um, you can get them online. So it's not exclusive to the park, but it, but it does go to charity. But then they're also doing the Force for Change with, like, the new movie that's coming out. And, um, you know, where you uh, you can either be, like, you donate money, and then they, they pick from a drawing, and you can either have, like, a cameo in the movie, or later on they'll usually offer, like, you go to the, um, to the grand opening... You know, so you're there at the red carpet. So, yeah, it, it you know, one, I, I, I dig Star Wars, and um, I, I like helping charities. So it's it's kind of getting to do a little bit of both at the same time. Fantastic. Yeah, so it's good. It's good to help. Everybody should help. Yeah. Um, next, Ask Sour Boner. Oh. Shana Do Review wants to know if... I got the redhead should change his name to Nipple Tooth, <laughs> and uh, apparently one of his friends had said, "Hey, are you going to change your name to Nipple Tooth?" And I say, "No, I got the redhead is the, the best name on Twitter." Yeah, why would you go to Nipple Tooth? That's no fun. Mm-hmm. Second only to maybe Lost duct tape bed, and beer. I don't know. Sounds like a good time to me. Rhiannon, your liver would like what? to know if it bugs anyone else that the second D in drunk at Disney is in lowercase. Does that bother you? Yes. <laughs> Have you Had you noticed that yes. before? Sorry, I'm eating some nuts right now. Oh. Had you noticed it or just your river? Like, had you ever noticed that before that the second D in drunk at Disney is in lowercase? Oh, I noticed plenty of things. 
I I remember when I first did it. Literally, the next no. like no. minute after I did it, I realized, crap. The second I think at the time you couldn't change your Twitter name though. I just never want to got around to it again. I it was like the day I made it, I did say crap. I didn't mean for the second D to be mm-hmm. lowercase. Can you change your Twitter name? You can now. Yeah. Yep. Oh, shit. Yep. That's cool. I don't, uh, so. Um, let's see. Someone asked, what's Sour Boner? So huh. we'll... Uh, what, what's Ask Sour Boner? I think we've got that figured out for them. This is an interesting one. Little PB&J would like to know, if you could remenu the electric umbrella, pairing it with branded wine... <laughs> but could you think of what what would be good at Electric Umbrella? It gets me thinking. P- little PB and J. Anything jump out of you that they should have there? But with branded wine. With branded wine, like wine pairings for Electric Umbrella. Mm-hmm. You're asking the wrong person. Beer, maybe. But, right. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm like, taking that part. But are we talking about like Rio Nitti on ice? Like like <laughs> shitty brand? Because I mean, it is the Electric Umbrella, so you can't. Yeah, well, I wouldn't go too crazy. Yeah, probably. Uh, but either way, even if Rihanna, if, you, if you're not a wine drinker, but yes, uh, what would you want to remenu the electric umbrella at? And yes, Rich, for you, like what 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 crappy wines would you pair with some of this food? Oh, man, that'd be awesome. um, I would just put in better food, and then I don't care what wine you put in there, but like better food. What about Mark opening uh, Mark's Meats uh, barbecue restaurant and the electric umbrella? Well, I wouldn't pair wine with that. I'd pair beer. I'm sorry. I'm really not helpful to this question. <laughs> but that, but then the, the other question leads you to lens to what kind of food. And I've, I've often thought that. Like, what should the electric umbrella have? People hate the electric umbrella. What, what See, would well, work there? Honestly, I don't think the actual selection is bad. I think it's the quality, right? I mean, personally... I don't eat there because I've heard it's shit. But I read the menu and I like cheeseburgers. I like the average chicken nuggets and fries if it's good. But I hear it's not good. So if you can just make a better burger, better nuggets and fries, you know, hey. I also think everybody's but just... But a fucking fun ruckers there. I don't know. People go oh, to Epcot wow. to eat at the countries, basically. So, so I mean, that's basically it. You go to Epcot to fun eat... Fun is good. You heard it here so, first. To specifically answer the question, I will go with, I think barbecue is necessary. So a nice barbecue restaurant, I would remenu it. That's super futuristic. I would definitely, for some reason, what jumps out at me is um, uh, (laughs) Little Boomy wine. Little Boomy? What is that? It's Australian. I don't know. It just jumps out at me. (laughs) I'm going to go with, um, I think they should rethink the entire thing to one of those obnoxious restaurants where they do everything with the... um, Shit, what's it called? You know, the fucking, you know, you know. Help me out here. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. You do know. One of those highfalutin fancy pants restaurants where everything involves, like, foam. Come on, there's, like, a term for this. There's a fucking, it's like a Involves foam? Yeah, there's, like, a... No, there is a movement right now in the fancy food industry where restaurants are coming out with um, fancy, like, using chemistry to create oh, food. Yeah. And so, I know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, like, yeah, like a way super high end. 
it, but I mean, it, yeah, typically it is, but it doesn't have to be. But I just think that if you're trying to keep within the theme of future world, that if you had a restaurant that was shit, there's a fucking term for this. Oh fuck. Um. Anyways, if you had a restaurant that actually provided that kind of food, I think that would be really in keeping with the theme of future world because it's very quote unquote futuristic right now, and that's on the cutting edge of food technology to have all these, um, they're using a lot of foams, they're using a lot of, um, not actually cooking a lot of foods, everything's kind of raw or like sous vide or whatever, and yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to remember what that's hey. called. Either way, I've got yeah, my pairings, I, I see what I've you got mean. my wine and food pairings. But they can definitely do wine with that. Let's hear it. All right, so... Uh, I would, I would, I've got four different uh, wines that we could go with. Rio Niti, I would oh. serve chicken strips. Uh, yes. With the uh, Franzia box wine, taco salad. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> uh, Barlow's and James uh, wine cooler exotic ber- uh, berry, I would go with a bacon burger. And <laughs> uh, if you went with the MD Mad Dog 2020, any flavor, I would just say bacon extra crispy. Mm. Oh, okay. that's the that's the right answer. You just won this you round won. of ass. Oh, and it's called molecular. Gastronomy. Thank you, molecular gastronomy. gastronomy. That's thank you. Fucking I, that was gonna kill me. <laughs> All right, yes, that's. I think I think Future World needs a molecular gastronomy restaurant because it's very futuristic. That's and then you know, very cool. Five to ten years from now, when that's totally so five years ago, it can be something line. else. So here's the question. Now, moving on, we're going to ask the next one. This is going to be a new segment that Rhiannon is going to answer. And I'm talking quick fire answer. Lori Mousecation questions. There are several in a row. So you want a quick, rapid fire answer to all of her questions. Are you ready? Just Rhiannon. Mm -hmm. You ready? SR Boner, when do your fans get their free drink? Never. Is it true that Definite Disney is the star when the guys are on the air? No. How many bars are at Walt Disney World? Including the resorts, currently like 110. I have read the membership form, and I'm wondering when we get our free three-hour cruise. Never. Is Derek Bergen still in the closet under an ironing board? No, he never was. That was not that was him. But anyway. Does Drunk at Disney love her? No. Where's the best place to have a sake? Mitsukoshi. And there it is. There's Rhiannon answer. Lightning round. There it is. So. Lightning round. Lightning round. Rhiannon answers Lori Mouskation questions. Survey says. Oh, wrong. <sighs> and she actually got a 90% correct on that, Rhiannon. Oh, you do love me. Yep. The only one you missed was, is Definite Disney the star? The answer is yes. Oh, that was nice. Better. Um, Mike would like to know. It, actually, it's not Mike. It's there's an exclamation point at the end, so it's Mike. Like Jeb. Like Jeb. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Mike. <laughs> Mike would like to know. He's got his um. If World Showcase, this is in response to um the photos that came from last night of World Showcase being completely flooded after the rain. Um, if World Showcase was a giant swim up bar, where do you swim and for what? Skipper to Critchie, where do you swim, oh. and for what, if World Showcase was a giant swim-up bar? 
I would swim right up to Mexico and get myself some margaritas at that swim-up bar. All right. I'm going to swim right up to my favorite. It's becoming my favorite country, and I, I don't want to say that because I don't want to commit, but Germany is becoming my favorite country, and I'm going to kind of hand my hand out, and I'm going to ask them to hand me a cheese tray and a big old frosty Lowenbrow. Oh. Interesting. Lowenbrow, huh? Really branching sure. out. <clears throat> Where are you swimming up to? I'm going to have to swim alongside Skipper Dick. Yeah, come on over. The water's fine. It's The water is much nicer in Mexico than it is in Germany. It's also clothing optional. <laughs> okay, I'm going to swim away now. Oh. No full frontal? No. Um, one year at Disney, and this is probably a good question because he wasn't one year at Disney actually spending a full year at Disney going every day. Um, no, one year at Disney else, but that's fine. would like to know if you could live in a resort for a month, which value, moderate, and deluxe would you choose? So basically, yeah, which I guess you, you stay for three months. One at a value, one at a moderate, and one at a deluxe. Which resort are you going Because I want to do this. Seriously, I think it's for science. We should do it, and I think oh, one year. Amazing. Should pay. I uh, I actually in my dreams of winning the lottery, I tried to figure out how many points it would take to stay at the DVC, and realized that I would need to have like thirteen different friends buy thirty days worth of points uh, at a time. If you won the lottery for a year, cash, dude. No. But I'm talking about that way you could live on property all the time. And I'm not talking about Golden Oak, like out of resort. Right, like right, the on vacation. If you won the lottery and yeah. you cannot invest wisely enough to no, then perpetuate I, your dividends no. to live on property, Mm-mm. you're doing something wrong. Oh, yeah. I look forward to winning the lottery and being broke instantly but oh i'll gosh. have can i help you i'll help va- you oh you're welcome to i'll have my vacation club worth of points to live you know for the next 45 years or however much it is for vacation all right so we'll put that when, aside. which are you gonna pick well since i have to pick a value a moderate and a deluxe uh i would the value for a month i would do art of animation cars land family suite moderate port Orleans riverside gonna hang out with yeehaw bob and then yeehaw! Del- yeehaw! And then Deluxe, uh, I'm not one of the I have to be super fancy. I would stay at the Wilderness Lodge in... Yeah, Wilderness Lodge. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Um, Rhiannon? Um, I think I would do a little mermaid suite. Ooh, that's cool. At... Uh, okay. Who's taking your Bikini? <sighs> Fine, Cars Land Suite. Oh! In the back Raider. seat. In the back seat of the car. You know what I mean? Oh my god, I can't win. I can't win. Oh, it's winning, baby. Jesus fucking Christ. Um, moderate, I actually would have to agree. I think I would probably do Riverside. I do love French Quarter, but I don't know. I just, I like, yeah, I like Riverside. And then for Deluxe, I'm torn between Animal Kingdom and the Polynesian. 
And I think I'm going to go Polynesian just because of the location with being on the monorail loop. Yeah. Um, Rhiannon? Yeah, Lucky for went. you. Okay. I'm taking the Polynesian also. Fucking A. There All right. Go. Animal Kingdom Lounge it is. <laughs> Animal Kingdom Lounge. What am I saying? Animal so, Kingdom and I'll lounge there. So, yeah. Polynesian, it's just got to be. I mean, I just, I cannot, I just love the Polynesian so much. Oh, it's um, awesome. Damn it. How was just it this the best. week? Did you enjoy it? It was so nice. Um, I just went for a little bit, and it, I, it's the amenity. Here's what I, to be honest, my what I really started realizing is about 10 years ago, whatever, I'm not even going to say amount of years, uh, quite a few years ago, deluxe resorts in, in Orlando in general just like jumped up, and a bunch of them came, and it really started making oh. the Polynesian really look outdated, especially the, the rooms, but then also the common areas, the pools. The new updated pool, both of them, it's really starting to make um, the Polynesian really feel like a luxury resort again. And they've done such an amazing job. So the Polynesian has really jumped back up there in my, it's always been my favorite resort. But now I feel like to somebody who's not just in love with the Polynesian, from historical purposes, they're going to go there and say, this is a really nice resort. And that was not the case like six, seven years ago. I kind of liked it for his, for its campiness. Yeah, because like, okay, I, I loved it too, yeah. I feel like it yeah. still has yeah. that same campiness. It's just yeah. really nice. No, I just think that, you know, coming down to a dollar amount, it, looking at what it costs to stay there versus something that's more updated, yeah, okay, like you can make the argument you want to stay in a more updated place, but if... If money were no matter, and I'm assuming it's not in this Ask Sarah no, Boner question, um, I would stay at Polynesian. But Yeah. So I agree with the campiness, but I think they've kept some of that, especially with like Trader Sam's and, and stuff, and they've added. It's just so much nicer than it was a few years ago. It's very impressive. So anyway, there. I'm going to um, uh, – I hate to agree and have a, a triple sweep for the Riverside – but I got to say, with the, with the thing that if it was a shorter trip, I would stay Port Orleans French Quarter, which I actually like a little better. But if I'm staying for a whole month, I like the more laid back feel of Riverside. So I'm gonna go Riverside for a full month. Shorter trip, I would have picked French Quarter. And value. See, I don't know if art of animation even counts as a value, does it? I mean, isn't it a little bit nicer than the rest of the value? It's a value. It's a value. Is it? Ha- but it's not value prices though, is it? Because of the the sweets. No, the, the sweets, I think... doesn't matter. It's a fucking value. Right. Well, and they're not um, sweets. Like, it, but it is no, a value. No, you could stay there for the non-value. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, it's, it's all value, but... Yeah, you could so, stay for just a regular standard room. Just to be a little different, because like, obviously that's a, that's a great resort. I really like the um, Broadway section of All Star Music. So I would consider going there. Said no okay. one ever. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like you and no one else. <laughs> but I'll take it. Just and the jazz section is actually really cool too because it has this really nice fountain that's a little bit gets you this tiny taste of French Quarter esque, even though you're in the middle of a value resort. So music mm. is the the nicest of mm-hmm. the all stars mm. if you can even okay. call it that. Well, well, yeah. There you go. 
Which, you know what just jumped up? What do you guys think about this? I just saw this news thing pop across on WDWmagic.com. You're going to start to, you can start adding a fast pass reservation to a Disney Vacation Club open house tour. Huh. So like you're, you're literally going to be yeah. in the park and you're going to be like, hey, do you want to go swing by the DVC Villa tour? And then you're going to also get three additional same day fast passes when you complete the tour. I thought they, so they're going to give you. They were doing anyway. Like I remember when I went on the tour, and I left. They were like, "Here's some ice cream. Oh, and here are your fast passes." I guess now the difference is you're, you're going to be able to you, instead of having to go talk to the Wait, guy. Wait, there's ice cream. There's they, ice cream. They gave me ice cream. They gave Shit. me free lunch when I went back in the late oh, '90s. Fuck. But wait, 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 wait—is it ice cream from Beaches and Cream or? They have a machine, right? Don't they, Rich? Um, oh. I'm trying to remember. We went because it's at no, Saratoga. I want, I want a voucher for beaches and cream. No, it's at Saratoga. I think they have a machine oh. at Saratoga. Yeah. Fuck that. That is just. It's just. I know this isn't a huge news thing, but I think it's interesting that now. Um. I'm curious what this sort of signifies. That now they're going to have it where you can pick it as a fast pass option to go on the DVC tour. Um, well. But is I would wonder is from DPC or is this just <laughs> just one more way of doing it? Just one more way of doing it. <laughs> well, no, what I would wonder is, um, do they have some magical powers that you know can override everything else? So let's say you just show up and you're not equipped, researched anything, didn't do anything, and then suddenly you realize, oh shit, we're at Disney World and we don't have any fast passes for Soren or whatever. Yeah. Um, and like, okay, fine, we'll sit through the hour tour of DVC because they're going to get us a fast pass for the same day for Soren. Like, hey, or is it, or it's is it like, you mentioned hey, that. fast pass for whatever's left, have fun with Figment. I, it's funny you mentioned that. I um, I think it's the previous one. I think it's the former, which is giving you a like a basically golden fast pass. I had a problem once with my um, I went was with my family and we had a problem with the magic bands. Like my personal magic band didn't work and everyone else's did, and it was yeah, so bizarre because dipping it in Bud Light. Yeah, well, it just didn't. My, my fast passes weren't available, but the rest of my family were, and she she tapped it so I could go with with the family. But I get a call on my phone about 10 minutes later from guest relations, and the guy's like, hey, I saw, I heard, I saw your magic band wasn't working. Just so you know, we gave you some two more fast passes that you can, so you can ride the rest with your family, just out of the blue. And I was like, well, that's awesome. But when I looked at my phone, they weren't just like, they didn't just add me to the reservation. They gave me two, like, superstar fast passes that I can use basically on anything. So you're like, fuck you, family. Peace so, out. Yeah. <laughs> um, I did not. Right. I went and rode, did what, what we were doing with everybody. But um, it makes me, that's clearly something that is available, is what I'm saying. So I something tells me that these are going to be good fast passes that you get. Because they, Disney Vacation Club is, they're, they usually give you good stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So... I think it's going to be that. I think if you do this, I bet you're going to get really good fast passes. I would love, but I'm, I'm interested to find out. Skipper, are you going to take who, the who, trip with me so we can? 
Yeah, who knows who the test on me? It's like, is like, is there any jackass who walks up and says, okay, sure, I'll take the tour. Or, okay, sure, I'll take the tour. No, I... I fuck you. <laughs> I'm, I'm genuinely asking, like, if I show up next weekend and go up to one of those any DVC kiosks they have, whether it's at Epcot or Disney Springs, and say, sure, I'll listen to your spiel. Sure, I'll take a tour. Sign me up. Okay. Three hours from now, Saratoga Springs, I can be there. Okay, fine. Like, so I get fast passes? Or is it like you have to actually show that you're already staying on property, already spent money, blah, blah, blah? That's interesting you said that, because this actually did say for this that you have to be staying at a moderate or deluxe resort. So oh. like well, then. So, so I can't be staying at Pop Century, putting in my hard-earned dollars at Pop Century, looking to upgrade myself to DVC, looking to spend money at Disney, and they won't even give me fucking fast It is interesting. It does say that. Guests staying at Walt Disney World, moderate or deluxe. May be prompted to Fuck arrange them. a Disney vacation. It's interesting. Oh, this, is, this is classic. The more I read of it, the more I read this, it actually makes it more interesting. May be prompted to arrange a Disney Vacation Club open house tour, meaning they're going to pre-select people for this. It's, my credit is good. That is super interesting. Like, is this going to be pre-selected? Like, ooh, I see that you're only staying two nights at a value. We don't. Mm, you're probably I can not show our target. Show you my Vanguard account, okay? I'm good. But hey, Skipper DeGritchie's staying six nights at Port Orleans. Mm. Let's get him. Right? Fine. What That's interesting. Whatevs. I find that rather DVC? interesting. Fuck you. You just lost my money. I'll get my fast passes elsewhere. <laughs> <laughs> One year at Disney also would like to know, if we opened a fifth park at Disney World, would you do Dark Kingdom, a retro world with old with defunct rides, or another? Like, what if you were going to open a fifth park, do you like Can the idea of like a... Dark Kingdom? I guess, like, uh, I'm assuming that goes with, like, a villains-type theme where everything's kind of villainy. Um, I've heard that before. And then Retro World, where they bring out, like, you ride Horizons and stuff. Or another theme. Like, what would you do for a fifth park? Um, because it's late in the evening and I'm not feeling super creative, I'm not going to invent a third park. Um, so just going between the two, I would go with Dark, because... That sounds like it could be fun, and it could actually cross over because you could bring back Snow White's Scary Adventures because it's kind of dark. And I then, agree. yeah, I think it. I think you could have a lot of fun with that whole theme and doing villains rides. And for me, I would love to see like a Doctor Facilier ride taking place in the French Quarter or something. That'd be right. That'd be fun. Oh, I agree. Like it's basically you think of like. Um... The Magic Kingdom, but instead of like the Beast Castle, you go, to, or you know, I'm thinking, like like you said, instead of doing like, the Snow White, it's actually focused on the villains of the the yeah. same stories. Yeah, I think that'd, that'd be fun. Be pretty cool, or like even yeah. like, but instead of Buzz Lightyear's Toy Story, it's you know the Zerg yeah. ride. And, and, know, and like as that. much as I, I I I do love the retro attractions, and I wish they would come back. I I, I think there's some more room to be explored with the dark rides. So yeah, I agree. I'm go with that. I agree. Do you have a? Have you ever dreamed of a fifth park, Skip Dick Richie? Uh, I just think right now I just want. Well, and it probably would. No, it wouldn't work. I was say the uh, like a Marvel park would be great, but with what's going on with Universal, that's never going to happen. On 
yeah. uh, in Florida World. So it would be the third. What park. did you think? Have you heard the the yeah third park out in California? Did right. you ever hear about that one that was like kind of like a Disney Sea over actually on the water? That Wasn't there be, talk of that once? That would be cool. Or I I actually would have been okay with Disney's America. Let's get that going. Yeah. Um, there was also supposed to be a Walt actually tried to get an area of land to open a uh, a ski resort um, that never worked out. A lot of it had to do with just the infrastructure of making the roads go to this place. But uh, wasn't that sort of the birth of um, Country Bear Jamboree? Sure. I'd always heard that's where I, I always heard that was the idea of that came from a lodge type resort. And that was going to be the attraction, was the Country Bear Jamboree. But we're not a factual podcast. That was always right. mine. No, I mean, I remember I actually listened to the Jim Hill podcast where he talked about that. Um, oh, shit. Sorry, that's my beer drawer. Um, talking about that ski resort, but never once did they mention anything about Country oh. Bear Jamboree coming out of that. So. Oh. Yeah. Ah, the goddamn beer drawer. It, so- it sounds, you know, it sounds like it could be true, though, right? Oh. Sure, why not? <laughs> so, Skipper, anything out of the order? I mean, those are, those are your ones. And, um, so. Remain seated, please. Okay. Okay. The, 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 the beer drawer is back in the fridge. It's closed. We're good. Yeah. Woo. I was getting worried. This is a great question from Park Hopper Ryan, a.k.a. Flannel Jedi. Oh, my God. I'm so, so excited about this. Go. He says, so oh, there's, okay. gay day, there's gay days. There's bats days. And now Dapper Days on both coasts. What theme day would you like to set up? So, did you guys know that Bats Day, that's kind of like the Gothic Day, and Dapper Day both happened this past weekend at Disneyland? It's the first time they've ever intersected. Oh. Both times they've ever had it happen on the same day. What's a what's a like 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 what's a typical out, outfit for Bats Day? Just think of like goth kids. Oh, like, I don't understand that though. Like, I mean, I it's okay. just, it's like a haunted. Let me back up. Scene. I understand goth. I understand goth, but why does that have to be like, Bats Days? Because like when I think of Bats, I think of like Batman or something, and that's like you know comics and superheroes and not goth. I think it's just more like a haunted mansion. The like the the, the they're all in black. The bats. And stuff okay. Like that. I don't really know, but um, I just thought it was cool that they were both that same day. Uh, I do have a day that I would like to celebrate. What? Uh, it would be December 5th, which is special for two reasons. It's Walt's birthday, and it's also the end of Prohibition when they uh, got rid of the Volstead oh. Act. So, you know, you could probably... Uh, Drunkies Day? Yeah, it would be kind of like a drunk day. Oh, I love um, it. Yeah, it'd be so cool. I don't know if you would call it like, would it be like speakeasy day? But then it really wouldn't have to be speakeasy. But either way, December 5th, yes. I believe, should be a, a national drinking day um, at Disney parks. One, because you're celebrating right. Walt's birthday. And two, <clears throat> you told the Volstadek to go fuck itself. <laughs> I like that. I would definitely second that. But because I can't copy you because of the contractual laws of this podcast, um, I would have to go with someday prior to that day, 
while we're still in Prohibition. And so I would have to go with an actual, like, underground speakeasy day. And it would be, like, full-on flapper mode. Yeah. Be perfect. Because my... Uh, So basically, Rich, you took my first choice. Yay me. And Goth Day, a.k.a. Bat Day, which I don't whatever, let them go with that name. Um, That would be my second option, because Goth at Disney would be awesome. So yeah, so my third third choice is um, Flapper Underground Drinking Day. I want one where you dress like you find an old picture of you when you went as a kid and you have to dress exactly like you did in that photo. That'd be cool. <laughs> so I'd be like all right with 80s that. 80s to... Basically, for, uh, you know, for, for me it would be, and depending on, you have to wear basically the same, you have to find a, a picture of you as a kid and reenact that in, in dress. So, And then you have to, you, you show, and you have the picture, so then it'd be kind of fun. You'd be like, oh, let me see your, your picture, and then you'd see it as a kid and be kind of a thing. Like, whatever you'd call that. Yeah, that. would be more than all right with that. Colin wants to know, do we find out who the spokesman for Rhiannon's liver is yet? Because they do a bang-up job of conveying that organ's psyche. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't, we, we have some ideas, but we, no, we don't. Yeah, we do. We don't have, we have some ideas. Nothing official, though. Nothing I official. I think we've decided not to ask questions. Yeah. yeah it's, it, it's... We'd rather not know. It's more fun not to know. Right. I officially. Mean, that, that sounds good. Even um, though we think we know. So you're on notice. You're, you're on notice. <laughs> but we're not uh, going to ask you. So yeah, So don't tell us. <laughs> no one's telling us. Um, Colin also would like to know who would win in a steel cage match between Huey, Dewey, and Louie versus Alvin and the Chipmunks. Oh, Huey, Dewey, and Louie would destroy Alvin and the Chipmunks. Yeah. Yeah. They've, they've got that, like, duck... Anger, you know that like just throw down at the drop of a hat. Yeah, from they their have the same genetics as Donald's. So. Right. Yeah. yeah. Fuck those chipmunks. Especially the modern day version of those chipmunks. I fucking hate those things. Yeah, the cartoon. Yeah, the original yeah. version. Yeah, yeah, the original which... version in the Christmas time. I don't know if they would even get in a fight because they'd just be singing. But either way, Hugh and Dewey Lee would kick their ass. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh. It's oh, no. Little Disney fan. <laughs> oh. oh, Little Disney fan would like to know. Chris would like to know. This is actually a really good question. What bar in either Disney World or Disneyland just needs to close and be put out of its pathetic misery? Holy mm. shit. Not the Canada bar. That does not count. Hey. <laughs> what bar is just... And I think I'm going to jump out and take the one that we've talked about before. And maybe I'll take it off the, the, the ale and compass. Is that what it's called? The one that's right in the front yeah. of the... Yeah. We've talked about Everybody that before. Everybody hates that, that fucking bar. Yeah. So, but let's not use that one. Um, oh, okay. No, okay. No. We can't. I mean, that's one, but we, we have... Is there uh, anything else that jumps out as should be put out of the, like, misery? The Swan Resorts Pool Bar. Ooh, that little one by the little, like, the lap pool? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's a little one by the lap pool that is pretty pathetic. Which honestly, if you are at the lap pool, you might want a bar there. But the fact that I just like didn't know it existed, and yeah, so it it, it frustrated me. And so fuck it. Skippa, is there anything at Disneyland that oh, kind of is? Yes. What, been... what at Disneyland? 
so everything inside of the Paradise Pier hotel <laughs> is just shitty. It's just terrible. And I would start, I mean, both bars there, but I'm going to go with the Surfside Lounge. Um, that just, it just needs to go. It's, it's so bad. It's, um, I guess the best way to explain it, and it would be fine if it was like a Hampton Inn in Mobile, Alabama, Right, but it's not. It's 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 a Disney Disneyland resort. It's a Disneyland resort, and there's only three of them, so they should be like as special as possible. But the Surfside Lounge is exactly like if you can imagine a bar at a street side Hampton Inn that you would stop on the way to Walt Disney World. That's the way this bar is. Like, you know, they just have. I mean, I, I enjoy shitty beer, but all they offer is shitty beer. They offer like two or three wines. And then they might offer some different mixed drinks, but it's just the, like the people that are that are the servers there aren't really even bartenders. And right, you know, they call it a lounge, but you know, they have chips and hot dogs. Oh, it's just so bad. That I would get rid of that. Like if I could get rid of any, just a whole hotel. But I'll start with the Surfside Lounge. <laughs> okay. Very Man. passionate. You are, and I like. Right. We'll take yeah. passion. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess you know what the, the again the, again that came to my mind. I'm gonna go with the one at the at the yacht club. I'm sorry, it's time to just close it down, make that a little like spot to do something else, and just direct everyone to Cruise Cup, which is one of the which is a three o'clock parade favorite bar. Yes, it is. Um, yeah. Little Disney fan would also like to know when a sour boner shirt would be available for purchase for Mr. Monkey. It is currently available right now. Fantastic. Ask sour boner. It is. I don't remember. I don't even remember the page. What is that one? Now, okay, Rhiannon, this question is directly mm-hmm. for you. Um, Shannon Do Review would like to know who would you pick to be your new neighbor since it is up to uh, would you want to be drunk at Disney, drunk at Sam's, Mr. Monkey, Colin, or Shannon Do Review? Well, Shannon Do Review, I don't know you very well, so I'm not really sure. So I'm not saying no to you. I'm just not saying yes. (laughs) I think I would say yes to Mr. Monkey because I do know him. And apparently he's going to bring me a lot of barbecue. Oh. Mr. Monkey wins. Mr. Man. Monkey. Lucky bastard. Yeah, barbecue and other things. This is another one that um, since speaking of Wally, you and Mr. Monkey were both uh, your Disney couple was Wally and Eve. So mm-hmm. I got the redhead would like to know how would you incorporate Wally into one of the parks? Oh my God. Anyway, everywhere. I mean, it feels like it's got to be Epcot. I know a lot of people don't want well, characters in Epcot. Tomorrowland at Magic Kingdom. I mean, just that would be pretty yeah. cool. Would you want it to be like the like futuristic part or like the wasteland part? I guess it's all futuristic, but more <laughs> like wasteland part or the like futuristic. Um, how about part? since we already talked about completely decimating the fucking racetrack, like just redoing that entire area and rebuilding some kind of you know like roller coaster or something where you're 
you know, you're like helping Wally deliver the last existing plants <laughs> to, you know, mankind and like you're thwarting all your, you know, impediments and everything. And yeah, I don't know. How would you feel about a Wally overlay on the People Mover? Mm, no, I like the People Mover. I don't really need to like do anything there. Mm, you know. Skipper, do we have you ever thought of Wally in the parks? Yeah, I think of Wally in the parks all the time. I think it'd be great. Um, the, there was rumor that he used to come out um, in California Adventure, but it was—I think it was actually just like a not not a cardboard cutout, but you know, like a painted. Like it wasn't the actual like robot that you could go and play with, right? But you know, where I don't care where they put Wally, I would love to just see him. I would go there. Just like yeah. a meet and greet. Yeah, I would go. Yeah. To, oh my god, I would go to a Wally meet and greet right now. That'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah. For um, sure. for shizzle. Um, sh- sh- Jay Schwasher would like to know if you got stuck in an elevator with Bob Iger for five minutes. What would you say to him? <laughs> Damn, I, that would be an awkward five minutes, probably. I'm a fan mm. of Bob Iger. I don't have a problem with him, so I'd be well, like, okay, it's a, it's no, I think it'd be awkward for us, not for him. I no, you know what? It would probably be awkward because I, I, I tag Bob on all of the Disney Live UK or UK posts, <laughs> asking him to bring it to the US. I would probably be like, "Hey, Bob, I'm the guy that's always bugging you. When are we going to get some Disney Live uh, in the US?" And he would probably love to talk to you about that stuff. All my stuff, I'm such a big fan of the Disney parks. That's where I'd want to go. But something tells me he doesn't know hardly anything about the Disney parks. He's such a studios guy. No, I know. Didn't Bob, like, he got his start on the Jungle Cruise, didn't he? Like, I, I think he. I, I guess that's just my perception. So I would love to like, just sort of, I'd love to just chat with him about stuff he likes. Like, what is some stuff that he actually likes? Um, I, I would just keep it, I'd like to keep it fun and I don't need to get into like specifics or ask for things or whatever. I would just want to like chat and find out what kind of stuff he actually likes in the parks. I think he'd be more interested in your stuff though, Rich, <laughs> like the digital <laughs> content and stuff like that. No, I, I want to say Bob Iger used to be a jungle cruise skipper. If I remember correctly. Um, Rhiannon, what would you talk to Bob about? Uh, probably nothing because I wouldn't recognize him. What if he was wearing a name tag that said Bob Iger, CEO of Disney Corporation? Yeah, right. I would assume that it was a lie, oh. and I'm too shy to actually say, like, hey, what's your joking name tag about? So, yeah, it would never happen. <laughs> By the way, um, if you really do want a uh, Sour Boner t-shirt, it's uh, cafepress.com slash 3 o'clock parade. Really? Cafepress.com slash 3 o'clock parade. Um, Skipper, it does not say anything about it. I'm looking at him here. It says that he began his career as a weatherman. He joined oh. ABC in 1974 and gradually rose through his ranks. You're talking about um, the guy from Pixar. No, no, no. Him also, though. That guy's Lassiter. Great. Yeah, John Lasseter That's... was. And John Lasseter's son was also a Jungle Cruise skipper. But, uh, Somebody within Disney... Just all TV stuff is what it's saying. His career is all TV, you know? Well, I don't know if that would be part of his, like, resume on the webpage, but yeah. either way. Anyways, I'm just curious. I'd be, I would like to know that, but I, th- I thought he was just mostly about the, the uh, studio, so... Maybe it was... Um, oh, well, either way. Go ahead. I like this question. 
Bill, speaking of Magic Kingdom, Bill would like to know, Mr. Coaster, that is. Sorry, Mr. Coaster. Didn't mean to be too informal there. Um, Bill would like to know, assuming Magic Kingdom allowed alcohol, what beer would be best to pair for riding Stitch's Great Escape? For Skipper, it would obviously be um, Kirkland Light. Oh, God, yeah. That sounds great. Kirkland Light. <laughs> uh, what would be good for Stitch's Great Escape? Um, what's the most, what's like a futuristic style beer? <laughs> I don't know. Like what's the question? Wait, or what's the question again? What's the what beer would pair best with Stitch's Great Escape? Man, that's such a bad ride. Um, <laughs> so bad beer? Is that what you go with? Kirkland Light. PBR. PBR. Oh, man. Poor PBR. PBR. I was going to say, maybe like a Mickey's, like the little <laughs> grenade. Or maybe yeah. you just need a 40, like a 40 of Mickey's. Mickey, A Mickey's 40 or like Old English or something? Yeah, there you go. It's crazy. Just sip on it during the ride. Yeah, yeah just so you a, can just sit in there. In a brown paper bag. <laughs> in a brown paper bag. Uh, that'd be perfect. Well, actually, there's a beer from Point Ebel. It's a local brewery here that's uh, a Galaxy something or other. And it's a sour beer. So I, I personally hate sour beers. I just can't deal with them. And so so to me, it's disgusting. So it's a, it's a beer named Galaxy, and it's a disgusting beer, so it fits with a ride that has to do with outer space and is disgusting. So let's see. Let's not do that one then. Yeah, it sounds like a bad idea. Well, I just... I. That fits, though. Galaxy disgusting. All right, deal. Uh, we're getting down to it. But just about, I think we had like one or two left. So here we go. Um, Lil PB and J is back. He wants, and I love this. He brought up the fact that he once saw Goofy coming off water skis at the Polynesian beach. Oh, he that's came cool. flying in. On, yeah. Um, what's your coolest character moment? I'll go with mine. Mine's actually not at Walt Disney World or the parks. My favorite moment was on the cruise. Um, I have two. (laughs) One of them was like kind of awkward and one of them was awesome. I was just sitting on one of the lounge chairs by the adult pool just relaxing and um, Chip came down and he just sat on the chair next to me, put his arms over his head and just kind of laid there chilling on the beach chair with me. And he was there for like a good two or three minutes. We just kind of sat there on the lounge chairs. Didn't really talk, just kind of sat there. It was pretty cool. Um, the other time was in why it's so weird on the cruise is I went to get on the elevator and Wendy from Peter Pan was also on the elevator and we rode the elevator, just me and her, and I'm just like, hey, how's it going? That is cool. <laughs> she's like, hey. So we were on the elevator, me and Wendy, and uh, again, just kind of pleasantries. Um, uh, and it was kind of, it was really kind of unique. So the cruise gives you a lot of really unique character experiences. Yeah, that is cool. I have a, uh, I have a unique, I have a, I have a Mickey Mouse uh, experience that was kind of unique and cool. We were we were at Disneyland well after closing, just kind of sitting on Main Street, waiting for everybody to to clear out, just enjoying being there. And we were probably, you know, the last group of people before they started asking you to leave. And we just hear this, like, almost like a horse, like, clip-clopping, but just getting louder and faster towards us. 
and around the corner, Mickey just chugging it as fast as he could down Main Street. <laughs> just like shoots past us, takes a left, and then runs, uh, you know, backstage. But it was super cool just to just see Mickey. Mickey running. Yeah, just, you know, probably getting his last jog in for the night. <laughs> but that was super cool. Yeah, that was cool. Uh, Rhiannon, do you have any interesting character moments? Um, I don't have a ton because I'm not a huge character meet and greet person, but I will say that um, the one uh, not-so-scary Halloween party that I went to with my sister, and we dressed up as Tweedy and Tweedledum, and we did do... We made a point to go and get in line and do the character, character meet and greet with um, Matt Hatter and Alice, and so obviously they were, like, you know, going... Yes. Over the moon for us because we're dressed as Julie and Dum, So um, that was fun. You know, that would be fun. But, yeah. I once yeah. called uh, Chippendale Chip and Dip, and they thought that was pretty funny. Like, it's funny when you can get them to, like, get kind of, you know, have some fun with it. Um, oh, well, I did throw in one last thing in there. Um, it's not Disney, it's, it was actually at Universal. We took no. Bagabart. Rich went. We took Vagabart to uh, Universal and to meet the Simpsons. That's and, funny. And Homer, like Bart, went nuts. Bart, like, like grabbed him and like was loving it. He actually told the he motioned to the character attendant to pull out his phone and take pictures of him, of Bart with Bart. And then we got um, Homer to we're like choke it you know you know how he did the like why are you little <laughs> you'd like grab him by the throat <laughs> and uh homer grabbed him by the throat and shook him and then kicked him it was awesome <laughs> so that was really cool um the simpsons with uh vagabart was awesome he is sitting in my living room as we speak still Boy. sucked dry of all no 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 like, not not completely Boy. not completely dry but i still oh, have okay. yet to fool him fill him foamy goodness so, that was a great question, yeah, little PP. Um, last one, last shower boner of the night. Um, I like it. Ian McGregor uh, would like to know when at Trader Sam's and you order a cocktail for two, do you actually pretend someone is helping you drink it? No. <laughs> yes. I guess I'll be like, oh, well, we will enjoy this. Yes, we will. Only because I don't want them to cut me off. Whatever. Speaking of cut off, uh, our good oh, friend. Oh, right. And good... the end of the show. Oh. Oh. Our good friend Char went to uh, Trader Sam's last night. They wouldn't even serve her. Cause she's Is it because Canadian? she was part of the 3 o'clock parade? Well, it's because she she's got Canadian. over the wall that yeah. we're putting up against the foreigners. She doesn't have a U.S. driver's license. And she didn't have a passport, but they told her she had a picture of her passport that they would have gone ahead and give her drinks. That is good to know. I wonder if that's something that is common practice at Walt Disney World is to if you have a picture of your um, if more of a lot of bars would allow that, because I, I think it's good yeah. to bring that up to remind well, people that you do need, they I've seen them check. Yeah. And I think Rihanna, you said you've seen them. To decline service. Yeah. Uh, I mean, all, all, all Trump jokes aside, um, I actually have witnessed that before. You need to have your actual passport or a picture of it or something. They will not accept for an ID. So. So keep that in mind, Char. We're sorry. So yeah. she could not drink at Trader Sam's, huh? Blame Trump. I mean, right. you can. I do for anything. So it's fine. 
but it's just in he just won indiana though fuck (laughs) hey char um is ted cruz any better though really no no absolutely not yeah exactly it doesn't really matter that's amazing. Um, um, Any Democratic candidate at this point, or I'm moving to Costa Rica. Ooh. Why you, moving to Costa Rica sounds great anyways. Um, yeah. So that is it. Thank you for Ask Sour Boner, everybody. Any final thoughts from the panel here on 3 O'Clock Parade? I have no woodland creature-related thoughts tonight. Hmm. Skipper to Gritchie? Uh, happy Cinco de Mayo to everybody. Happy mm. May the see, 4th see. be with you. Uh, no. Just have a great time. Get drunk. And we'll talk to you next week. Yes, thank you for listening. Thanks, Hi. everybody. We will see you. Feliz de Mayo! It is a large uh, Cinco de Mayo float. The final float is coming down the, the street. I will be drinking tequila. What is on the... What are they tossing from the Cinco de Mayo float? Bottles of Dos Equis. No! That's like a Bud Light of Mexico. Bottles of Dos Equis! Tequila! I don't throw bottles often, but when I do, they're bottles of Dos Equis. Congolous!
también a cantar en México la gente es muy feliz pues vengan a gozar vengan a celebrar hola mis amigos vengan a festejar en Tasco y en Puebla y Tampico también bailen tapatío le va a gustar a usted cuando en Acapulco bailar el gran compás venga a jugar aquí hay para todos en Uxmagro, Cancún, la paso en Tulum, hay mucho para ver, también festividad, de día y de noche, la fiesta es un placer. Welcome mis amigos, tu friendly México, to the land of fiestas, everywhere you go. Listen to marimbas and mariachis too, playing that the rhythm, sincerely you can join the crowd. The music's good and loud, the air is full of sun, so come and sing along, because in Mexico, when people's mad at you, there's just one thing to do, you join the fiesta too. Hola mis amigos, it's fiesta time for you, in Tascan, in Puebla, and in Tampico too. Dance a tapatio, you love the magic wheel. Swing in Acapulco with anyone you meet, join the fun. It's here for everyone, in Uxmal or Cancun, La Paz or in Tulum. You'll find there's much to see, there's great festivity. From down to late at night, the fiesta's a delight. Marimas and mariachis too Play Latin rhythm 